Welcome to the Truthiverse. My name is Brendan D. Murphy. This is where we unleash truth and freedom with no holds barred, no fear, and no limits. Come and evolve beyond the matrix with me and thrive, not just survive. This is a realm of empowering, uncommon awareness. This is my Truthiverse. All right. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to this episode of Truthiverse. I am Brendan D. Murphy, your host, and this week I'm joined by Susan Sweeten, who is the founder of FTA, Freedom Travel uh, Alliance. It's taken me a while to get that into my head, that acronym, for some reason. I don't know why, but I had to hesitate there. So Susan's here. She's the uh, the brain behind the operation, and this is this is so timely and so needed, um, a, a travel network uh, and infrastructure that is supporting freedom of choice. Uh, so Susan... Welcome, and thank you for being here to have a chat. Thanks so much for having me. I think from uh, our perspective here in America, looking at what's going on in Australia, I'm so glad that we got connected because what's happening to you guys needs to not to happen anywhere else, but we also need to be able to support you guys. So I'm so glad that we're, we're chatting today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, you know, you're in a country that's been pretty heavily affected by the last 18 months and the, the rising fascism. Um, so you said that you actually left uh, where you were living to move to Florida. Where were you again? Sorry. So we're in New Jersey. So uh, one of a very blue state, if you don't want to call it politics, you can, you know, it's one of those uh, states that is much more fear driven and uh, all the masks are, they closed our parks, our parks were closed. I mean, literally like yellow tape around the parks. We couldn't go outside. Um, and I have a, like I mentioned, I have a son that this is where this is birthed from the, my mother, the mother's love. And, uh, I didn't want to keep living in that kind of environment. So we came down to Florida on the middle of March. It took us a while, but it took, we got here and, uh, haven't looked back and it's lovely to create in an environment that's a bit freer. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you've been in the thick of it, uh, like where you were, it sounds pretty heavy. Um, and I've heard like, you know, other places like California is really bad. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people who've left California for Texas in the last year yep. and a half. <laughs> yep. It's so true. You know, I, what I would say is that every place that you, there's no safe place to run. And as I said, like we're doing these evacuation routes, but if you are able to not constantly wake up worrying about, you know, the snitches or people coming after your family or people coming after your wealth or just if the brakes have been cut, even, you know, you just, um, it's nice to be around like-minded people. And I find more of them here than I did up in New Jersey. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and so this idea, how long had it been bringing? Was it just something that happened for you after the scam kicked off? So a little bit of history, I think is important now from our perspective. Um, I am a mother of a a beautiful four-year-old. Um, and when my son was born, he had a reaction to the hepatitis B vaccination. He stopped breathing. And I was thought, I thought I was the the informed mom because we were going to do a delayed schedule. And I didn't get to that because it happened right uh, five and a half hours after he was born. So I went down the medical freedom rabbit hole, bodily autonomy and uh, informed consent, which pushed me into activism and that I didn't know was a part of me. Uh, we were trying to save religious exemptions so my son could attend public school in New Jersey. And that put me into the 
world of all the amazing people that I've been lucky enough to work beside and connected to from NVIC, National Vaccine Information Center, Barbara Lo Fisher, the, the, the woman who pioneered our laws here for vaccine injury court um, and VAERS uh, to CHD working alongside of the Bobby Kennedy and uh, Mary Holland and Laura Bono and, and Lynn Redwood and all of those amazing people um, from Mark Blaskell uh, of the health choice groups. Um, and Jen Larson. I mean, they're just, they're the pioneers that we look to. And I was able to get connected with each of them, but I kept realizing that there needed to be more. And inside of our fight, uh, we, which we won to protect our religious exemption for schools that now we no longer want to go to because we've learned what we learned in 2020, but okay. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. Yeah. Um, I met a gentleman in a meeting that I helped create because in my past life, I was an event planner. And so I met a gentleman named uh, Kevin Jenkins and a woman out of California, Tara Thornton. And from there, we birthed a, another nonprofit called Urban Global Health. That is now a year and a half old. And we are all about bringing real health and wellness into different communities in that conversation. Okay. So we're chugging along at that. We have Kevin in all these different states fighting these bad bills, traveling to do so. And all of a sudden, we got locked out of Colorado. And they're, the Colorado team is like, you got to get them out. They're going to lock us down. You're never going to get them back to Jersey. I'm like, what? And everyone was right. You know, two, two days later, all of these shutdowns happen. All these lockdowns happen. And he would have gotten stuck there. And I don't know what we would have done. And that started me freaking out. I think everyone did going, what? You can't even, you know, you can't even cross state lines. You can't fly. It was just madness. And no one knew what was going on at the very beginning, right? None of us had this, oh, this is a man-made, this is a this, this is, they haven't figured, none of us knew that. In the beginning, it's like, what is the plague? What, are, what is upon us? And so as things started to develop, um, and Jersey got worse and worse. Like I mentioned, the parks shut down and all of that. Um, I just kept worrying and worry is a bad thing for a mom. I just kept worrying that they were going to come for my kid because they were going to realize that these vaccines aren't what they say they are, um, that they were going to need the natural born humans, that they were going to need his blood. I say this all the time and I can't, I need to come up with a better way to control it. Um, and they need his organs. And so I looked at my husband, I'm like, we need planes. Cause what are we going to do when they come for him? And he said, you're crazy. And I'm like, yeah, well, that is also, that is very true. But I looked at my business partners. I said, what are we going to do? And I happened to be up really early and I uh, started just digging in on different charters and how does it, how do I buy a charter? And all of this stuff just started flooding at me because I'm a doer by nature. Everyone who knows me knows that you give it to me, give it to the busiest person in the room. I tend to end up jumping in going, I can help with that even though I shouldn't be. So uh, that one of the mornings as I was going into this detail of where, how to buy a plane and what, what charters look like. And after I had actually one conversation um, I happened to be up at three o'clock in the morning. I don't know why, but it was perfect. It was divine. Uh, Dolores was doing a live and uh, Dolores Cahill. And I had worked with her on another event that I put together. So I had her cell number and she was like, we need, look at this airport. It's dead in here. We need to be buying terminals. We need to be buying planes. I'm like, first off, I love her. Um, second off, I have Irish descent. So rock on. I want to visit her castle. And third, she's finally, she's speaking my language. So I called her. I said, look, we're looking at doing this in a real way. And I want you on board. And she's like, absolutely. She had some issues with her daughter and her travel. So from a mother's perspective, 
and then birthed this, right? So this was, okay, does anyone else think that we should be flying our own way? Does anyone else agree with that? We need to figure this out because we're going to be caught flat footed when they decide that they're, they've now stopped us from our movement and uh, being free to move and look at Australia, right? I heard, I heard from Monica Smith the other night, you have these, these bubbles about who's allowed in your house. I mean, they're, they're dictating the dictatorship is wild and unchecked and left unchecked. Um, yeah. So we started this and we put it out with Dolores. James Corbett was kind enough to put us on, uh, on his solutions report. And from there, we were only open, like literally like the website that I created in my mom pajama, right? Like I'm in there like a designer thinking I know what I'm doing. And I, we were 30 days open for business of like, Hey, anyone think this is a good idea? Want to travel with us? Let's figure it out together. Proton shut us down. Our PayPal was frozen and a hit piece came out on us uh, from the daily beast, which is like this terrible rag mag here, very leftist. But so as my business partner on the other side, Tara would say, we're right over target. That's when we knew we're like, Oh, we must be doing the right thing. So we have not looked back. We have looked forward. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's an awesome story. And I, it's funny, Tara, I was surprised and pleasantly surprised to see her name come up because I've known her for a number of years in the, you know, as an activist in this crazy yeah. place. And she's always, yeah. always behind the scenes cooking up something. <laughs> yep. yep. Which is typically where I sit. And that's why a lot of people were like, oh, we didn't know you were a part of it. So Christiane Northrup is a very dear friend of ours. Um, she's been so kind to us and our organization from a nonprofit standpoint. And, uh, and she's good friends with Kevin. And Chris joined as one of our first like 10 members. And I'm like, oh my gosh, because I get the notification and I'm texting her. She's like, it's you? I should have known is what she said. Yeah, so Tara is very similar. We all have our hands in so many different pots trying to problem solve, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe in one of these handshakes. It always ends up this way. <laughs> Do you, I was astonished when you said um, Proton, as in Proton Mail, shut you guys down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And here's the funny thing is uh, they shut us down within, like I said, the first 30 days. So I had applied for all of our business paperwork and I had it assigned to that email. So when they said, well, you've been designated an unregulated travel, someone complained and said, and we know who it is now, we know it's in out of Canada, um, that you were an unregulated travel agent. I'm like, well, what do you care? Like, first off, you're Proton Mail. I thought the whole purpose of you, right? As we all did. No, no, no. They're not reading my emails but they're able to shut us down should they decide we shouldn't be in business. Isn't that amazing? They don't is, tell anybody that. No, they don't. And that so is I'm like, appalling. I said, I'm like, I can't even show you my EIN and all my business stuff because it's in my Proton email. Like I didn't even get a chance to download it. I just put it into a folder going business documents. Like, and they're like, okay, well, we'll let you, can you get a copy of it? I'm like, yeah, but that's some BS. So, um, if anyone's out there that's, you know, problem-solving, solution-based, the CRMs, as well as uh, new emails, let me know. Hit me up. We, we, we want to leave Proton Mail for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, an equivalent that is uh, actually respectful of freedom would be amazing because that yeah. was exactly why we, we signed up with them like a number of years ago uh, was to, to simply, you know, have an email service that doesn't interfere. <laughs> right. No, that's not true. And so uh, the same thing with pro- uh, our PayPal. 
I didn't know an elephant can swim. Um, what I will hashtag mom life. What I will say is the PayPal piece is not surprising, right? None of us are surprised by that. But what I will tell you from a entrepreneurial standpoint, and again, it's all about solutions. We need people that have figured this out for us. So we're figuring out the travel piece, but you know, crypto is not for everybody. I would say that, um, and we're opening up for crypto for that, you know, we have, and credit cards aren't for everybody because that's the continuation of the, you know, being a slave. Um, so we are trying to figure out other ways of doing all everything, mm. everything. All right. Well, there you go, guys. If you have solutions for, um, yeah. for Susan here, let her, let her know, get in touch <laughs> and give her, give her the answers. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But this is so awesome. Um, you've got, I, I love the idea of being able to charter private jets and, and also to be able to get this sort of uh, collaborative uh, group effort going to make it maybe more affordable than it otherwise would be because, I mean, it, exactly. it, to, it, to, you know, for example, to fly from Australia to, say, um, middle America or what have you it would be like a $200,000 flight. Um, and very, very few people could afford to do that. Um, yeah, that's a thin air up there, right? That's um, very thin air. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Yeah. And again, as a mom of a, of, with a family of three, I understand that more than the masses uh, want to believe that I do. So we know that this isn't for everybody, but we needed to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the starting somewhere is looking to these charter brokers that were brave enough to say, we're going to honor the way you want to fly. And we're not going to be afraid to say we're a massless airline or a massless charters going out. Uh, Cause we did have one contract on the table that they said they pulled out and they said, no, we don't want to be known as the massless airline and we'll lose our, um, our sports teams and things like that. So, you know, it's been a, a lot in the making to find people that are willing to step out and stand up on that. And the next level is not only just buying our own fleets of, you know, planes, trains, buses, and ferries, but is also to find the consortium of those that already have them. Mm. Because what we're finding is that there's a lot more of us than they want us to believe. Mm -hmm. Right. So I say all the time, we are not the silent minority. We're the censored majority, which means when I put this out and I say, I'm looking to put a plane, a, your four passenger Cessna into operation because we need to get somebody out from, you know, one part of Australia to another over to a port where I can grab your boat. People are willing to do that because it's twofold. They're smart. So if they're buying big aircrafts like that or equipment like that, they understand that they take money to maintain that you they're spending money to hold on to them. So if I can help them make money on these operations that make them also feel good, it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. So the first part of this was the charter operation in order to get people going. And we have, we've had successful, uh, successful members book our charters and get out of Dodge again, all get out of Dodge. They're not so much like, let's go on a vacation. (laughs) They've been, they've been a get out of Dodge situations. Uh, Mm. but our goal is to open up for investment so we can create that, those structured routes. Uh, put some money into the operation so we have some real revenue stream to be able to do more of these extractions that we need, these rescue operations that we know we need to do. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, do you, I don't know if you want to talk like numbers or anything like that, but I'm just curious how many, do you have a rough idea, <clears throat> excuse me, how many uh, flights you guys have have run so far? Yeah. So where this is what I can tell everybody. And it's funny because I just got off. I was late because I was having a call with a 
soon to be hopefully investor. Um, and they asked the, they asked a similar question, but it was how have you guys, what have you guys been hit with? Right. So we've had some issues or I won't even call them issues. We've had people in different governments come to us and say, prove it, show us your stuff. And we have, and we've passed muster, but it was definitely to stop us from doing what we're doing. So, um, I am not, and then we've asked members that have taken our flights, Hey, this would be great. Can you come in and tell everybody what a great experience this was? And they said, well, the reason we did it with you is because we wanted to be untracked, untested, unmet. Like now you're asking us to put our stuff out there. Now our government's going to know where we went, how we got there. And we're using crypto to do it. I'm like, fair point. Fair point. So um, I can tell you, we've had some successful flights. That's what I would like to say. And as we ramp up to move people under these different deadlines that you're seeing in your country, that we're seeing in north of us, um, you know, we're trying to be mindful of boasting before we've done successful, more successful trips. Yeah. So we've had we're we're proof of concept. We've proved the concept. We know that we're, we're operational. We have members that have taken our trips. Um, you know, by way of numbers, I get, like I said, I'm not trying to be any, uh, any more than just safe and guarded for those that I know that really right now we, we mm. need to get some people out of these countries. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, that's, that was kind of like one of the reasons I was like, well, is this mm. so hesitated? I was like, is it no, really? I'm glad you asked. So yeah, people no. know why we don't like throw it out there like oh and another one and here look at them landing like we're here's the video of this, these people coming off having our champagne like these people are a lot of our our members right now are selling everything they own to get out yeah you know and they're never coming back to those countries that they left from so um i'm not we're not not boastful we're just trying to be careful yeah exactly and that, that was why i was questioning actually whether I, it would be prudent to actually do this interview in the first place <laughs> and then put I it out it there is. because because i know that it's not you're in in the early sort of formative stages not you know fully established i'm like well I, on the one hand it's a double-edged sword because we need more people to know about it to support it and build it but also more people knowing about it also brings sometimes the wrong kind of attention as you've already found out Right. Well, that was month one. So at this point, anything's out, out, we're, we're wide open. Um, I would say that we haven't, I did not go to market with this intentionally from a team perspective. I knew I was the only one answering emails. And then when the a- emails got shut down, everyone's like, you didn't answer my email. I'm like, well, too bad. I couldn't use that account. Sorry. So here's a new one. Um, but I wanted to make sure we had that back end ready. So we have people in the support space from a member perspective, if they have questions. Um, We wanted to make sure that we had some of our really big and important charter partners um, on the books saying they're going to do it, sign contracts. Uh, You know, so we wanted to make sure our infrastructure was ready before we went any, any further in, in the marketing. And I had to own my square. I had to own my, my voice in this and say that, yes, um, I, I work alongside of all of my business partners and they support me and they're, they're in, uh, they're as very active inside of building this business, but it does come fall to me at every hour of the day to get these things up off the ground because it is, again, it, it was birthed from my, my, my love of my son. So um, it's time for us to talk to the world about it so they can divest in tyranny and invest in freedom. And if they don't know this is a solution that movable middle we're seeing are going, oh, well, I can't get anywhere. I'm going to take it. And the pilots, the, the ground crew, we've had 5,000 people reach out to us saying, are you hiring? Wow. You know, 
I had somebody at the last event that we were at, he's a, um, uh, he does the mechanics of the plane and he's like, I, I don't want to work for them anymore. I'll come work for you guys. Are you hiring? I'll come and, you know, we, they drive up to the planes and they, they service them. Um, every walk of life in aviation is looking to us to be successful because this is a forever issue. They've ruined travel. IATA, all of you at UCC, they've all just, they've just ruined it for us. And when was the last time we actually had a good trip, right? Even after nine 11, look what they've done. Take your shoes off, take your belt off, get a, get a pat down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't Gradually, been fun for a while. That's right. That's right. It's been feeling you feel like you're a prisoner in a prison camp going through a screening process. Um, it's disgraceful the, the dehumanizing that's going on. Right, right. And then you have the 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 contentions that you know maybe people don't even are aware of, but because we're talking to you, you know, uh, US uh, FF, the Freedom Flyers, that we have the Free to Fly out of Canada. We have Graham Hood on what was uh, was on with us a couple months ago, and he's part of our aviation team, um, the advisory team, we have these guys telling us, do you understand that um, we have suicide calls from these pilots? Do you know that the contentions between the, those that believe in the mass versus those that don't in this, and the, and the cabin crew, I mean, they're operating heavy machinery and we're putting our lives in their hand to take, you know, whatever kind of trip we're taking good, bad, or, you know, stressful or not these what they've done to the teams. So, mm. you know, I will say from a charter perspective, it is, it is a party in the sky. We are creating that. Like, I know you, I at least know of what you're thinking. Cause if you're sitting next to me, we're thinking the same thing. So isn't that nice to first off for you and I as passengers, then you get the crew. That's like, thank God, let's just rock this. Let's have a great trip. Let's get there. Let's do what we love to do. Um, and Teresa Mullins is a, an amazing stewardess that you know, really spoke out early on regarding the mass situation. And she left her job uh, with, with the airlines because of it. And some people have said that was good or bad, you know, that she should have been fired, but whatever. She has um, years of training in the, the, the aircraft that we're looking at. She's like, I can't wait for you to get them up. She's like, God, this is a fun little plane. It's a little dart. So it'll be nice to be able to even give that to the crews that are looking forward to bringing joy back to the job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah, it's such a lost, no one talks about that. Um, we just talk about the masks and all the, the tyranny, but there are parts of life that we used to be able to derive joy from that have been taken away. And I don't feel like there's that any part of what's happened is accidental, really. Most of it is calculated and intentional because the psychological war, first and foremost, and the breaking of the human spirit has been their primary objective because ultimately once people fold, they'll do whatever they're told. They'll take whatever needle they're told to take and you can engineer the transhumanists and the cyborgs and all this sort of stuff and it'll be the end of the organic human. And they have ruined travel, as you said, which has been um, infuriating, absolutely infuriating to, to watch this unfold and the, the completely unnecessary division between, like you, like you just talked about, crews, crew members, um, you know, different people doing different jobs who are not on the same page anymore ideologically because half of them or some of them want to still believe in freedom and the others essentially don't. Um, and I know that there, are pilot, there was a pilot recently who had the, the needles and died at the wheel on a flight and the co-pilot had to take over. Now, so, so it's insane. I'm on threads that are telling me, hey, no one's going to talk about it. You're not going to hear about it anywhere on the news. But internally, the operators that are putting, you know, that schedule the flights are saying vaccinated and unvaccinated pilots in the cockpit now. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That tells us something. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you if that doesn't tell you something, just process that for a second. We have to partner the needled person with someone who hasn't had it 
in case they drop dead at the wheel of the flight in mid-flight, mid-air. Someone has to take over. Yeah, so of course you're not going to hear that. Everyone's like, oh, for those that are sitting here going, well, I don't know if that's true. Okay, well, let's look at the year and a half and do, you know, give me a side eye after you've done a little historical analysis, please. Um, but I would say, of course, they're not going to say that they want to talk about that because they've been the biggest proponents of it. IATA came out with their own uh, slave passport, as I call it, and they're getting a cut of that. So don't be stupid. Like when you download the app and you're using their slave passport, they're getting 10 cents on the dollar. Like they're not dumb. This is a money maker. So exactly. And, you know, I was from, again, I, I've booked a lot of charters in my lifetime for a lot of my clients and that's, and I've, I've flown private, but let's be clear. When I flew private working as the event planner, I was usually in the middle. Like there's a, I, there's a metal seat that comes out between the two pilots. That's typically my, it was my seat in those places because of what I did for a living. Um, but I will tell you, it was still fun. And what I what I'm looking at um, some of the historical perspective of like travel and leisure magazines, all these leisure magazines that you know what were they going to talk about all year? So they're like doing historical analysis of like remember when because you're stuck <laughs> in your house and you can't go anywhere, but we still need to sell our, our magazine that hopefully you bought in the drugstore. But uh, yeah, you're not traveling to pick it up. But okay, so these travel magazines are talking about remember when like big, like the, the, the big uh, luggage and the fancy hats and what it was like to be a celebrity. And that back then joy wa- and travel was a luxury, right? And then commercial travel uh, agents have revolution, re- did that revolutionary. So everyone was made it affordable. So here we are that it's affordable, untouchable and unattainable. So travel has become you know, okay, so you can find a flight maybe for 500 or, you know, 99 bucks. But what does it look like to travel like that again? Is it something that you want to put your your whole entire cellular body through? Um, And are you going to make it? Because did you did you actually check all the boxes that they're asking for? So while there are some that are looking at me going, okay, I understand, but the charter piece is like, is a heavy lift for me, I don't have a um, what's typically sitting in that first class you know, ticket, um, range. I don't know if I always have that. Well, you haven't had travel in a year. So I'm saying to you, wait a little bit longer, save up and join one of our flights where we want to go. And let's get, let's get a, you know, let's get going. Let's show in the world what it looks like to have fun and freedom and choice in the sky. Mm. I, I think um, I was looking at it, you know, from the group flight perspective and, uh, you know, for example, a bunch of Aussies leaving Australia, uh, it might cost them like, I think, I think it might've been like 10,000 a head, uh, which is a lot better than 200,000. And it's kind of like upgrading your ticket to business class or something like that for, for that kind of a flight. So if you think about it like that, right. Um, and then and we're and- shopping those trips, right? So it's not like you're like, if you came in Brandon, it would be like, oh, I booked myself. And some of them have, this, I'm going to be very honest. A lot of our members have booked their own charters. They've like, they went onto our widget on the back end, which again is protected for reasons. Um, they went in and they booked their own charter and they flew it themselves. And then there's some that are like, I don't have that. I don't know. And I, maybe I don't want to travel by myself. I'd rather feel comfort in numbers, especially if border patrol is coming up to the airplane. And I don't know what that looks like or feels like. And I just rather travel with friendlies. Um, So that's what we're doing. You know, we've done these calls where we're saying, Hey, are you looking to leave Canada? Are you looking to leave Australia? Are you looking to leave Ireland? Are you looking to leave London? Are you looking to leave a couple other countries? Um, Let's get on a zoom and let's talk about when, where, and how much you're bringing. And we help shop those flights. So it's not just on you to, you know, pay that 200000 
Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Exactly. It's, it's so nice that, that that is now becoming gradually more accessible. <laughs> yeah. And again, our hope is that, you know, based on, and we have some investors that are coming from all different countries and we'd like to be able to move those planes to the countries that need them most at that, at that particular moment. Um, and inside of this has, like I said, birthed so many things. So we started with just airline, but then we gradually moved into those, those buses because we're on, you know, buses are going to be the problem next. We have on my, on my list to create the trucking, the long hauls, because inside of the tent industry, uh, the tent rules in Europe on how you can move um, food and cargo uh, is important to be able to be a part of because we don't want to be cut out because we're different, right? Or we choose different things, um, which then birthed me deep diving into something called the green book. And not a lot of people know about that, but in, in the 1960s and fifties and forties here in the U S there was a gentleman named Victor green that put together a travel safe book for those that needed gas hotels, restaurants for the African-Americans. And it was the, during the time of segregation. So they knew where it was safe for them to stop. Well, freedom travel guide is our version of that, right? Like, where are we going to go? And then it's just also become, if you're a business that doesn't want to discriminate, if you're, if you sell pens, if you're a product provider, if you're an insurance agent, if you're a CPA that has a skill set, um, and you, we want to vote with our wallet. So really start to show the world what it looks like in a, in a real way to only spend with people that are like-minded and stop, you know, everyone says, oh, divest in tyranny. Well, invest in these companies. And we're not just us. We want to meet you. We, we implore you. You don't need to be a member to be part of Freedom Travel, the Freedom Travel Guide. We want to meet you. We want to showcase what your, what your bravery looks like to be a business owner, service provider, or, you know, a product. Mm. Um, and so many more things have come out of this. Uh, amazing things. We have a webinar coming up. For critical thinking during uh, COVID, with two amazing professors, one that uh, was, you know, chastised early on here in the United States from NYU professor Mark Crispin Miller, uh, and so he's standing out and standing up to this because he said it's ridiculous. That's one of the biggest things that's missing: critical thinking. So mm-hmm. we're creating the course for it. Um, to looking to people that are willing to come work for us. You know, what are, what are, can we close that, that gap and work with people that are dreaming bigger and want to create solutions? It's, it's a nicer place for me to be as a mom that was for years uh, fighting in her own home state constantly for freedoms for her son. Mm. It's nice to be in a freer state, but it's in the creative place. So like, I, like Kevin and Tara will tell you, I'm, I, I came to them in October and I said, we got to be a 60-40. So that means I was 90, 90% build. I was 99% fight. I was fighting, fighting my government, fighting this, fighting that, fighting with insurance, fighting the pediatricians, fighting, 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 fighting family. And I woke up one day really tired. And I was like, okay, this is unsustainable. We can't keep fighting. We need a 60, 40 model. So mm-hmm. 60% of the time I'm building and 40% I'm fighting. I'm not going to allow you to take any more of my freedoms, mm-hmm. but I also need to not be uh, on this hamster wheel of battle. Totally, totally, totally. I'm really glad you said that, actually, because I think there are a lot of people out there who, who that's a really timely reminder because it's so easy, especially the last 18 months, to fall into the trap of constantly fighting. But the reality is that fighting constantly and 100% of that energy and effort, that can't be directed in, into the combat. It has to be creatively directed. It has to be, here's a solution we're building. Here's a solution we're building. Here's our way around this. Here's our way around that. 
boom. And that's it. That's exactly it. So I'm glad, really glad you said that. <laughs> I think you know, people are have COVID fatigue. And yeah. that's not even if they have, not even if they've had it or didn't have it or don't believe it. They're just, they're, 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 they're tired. And so I say, I said to a lot of my battle hardened mamas, come over here with your skill set, whether that be digital, whether that be, you don't know what you could do to help. Maybe it's just answering some emails, come over here because when you're building, it re-energizes you from a place of, I got this versus how the hell are we going to get through this? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't feel like you're constantly David fighting Goliath. Now you've got like a team around you, you've got community. It's a much nicer place to operate from. It is. It's the same way of traveling. Like I don't want to battle the next person next to me. I used to talk to everybody. I'm a talker. My husband, my, my nickname is Blabbermouth. So I talk to everybody. So being able to not, to not talk while you're traveling either, like, cause you got this whole muzzle piece and you know, it's, um, it is a, it's a good place. And I think that what I'm asking everyone to do is find and partner with anyone that's like-minded that's doing solutions. It doesn't just mean us, but really support them because those of us that are building doesn't make us any less tired. It's just a different type of tired, yeah. but we need the support. We need to show the numbers when I'm looking at not only just our, you know, from the government perspective, but from the analysis, analysis perspective, from the you asking me like how many flights I I, I want to be boastful and say we have X we have a million members right we I want to be there because I want to show the world this is a forever challenge to us to fix and if we don't fix these things now we're screwed I'm actually very proud that we're nine months into this like could you imagine if like all these mandates started coming out and no one did anything about it. Well, I'm like, well, brush your shoulder. I got nine months on you guys. I actually thought about this nine months ago for once <laughs> in our lives. We might be slightly ahead, not a lot, but just enough to like say, come on over, join us and let's fly together. You know, yeah. let's travel together. Let's get our natural. We have so many people that are owning, that own their own retreat centers that are saying, I'm not accepting, you know, people that have gotten the jab. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Cause I have your audience and I need you. Mm-hmm. Or the car service. I got banned in a couple of weeks ago out in Oklahoma they banned me from Uber because of the, I got a, I got a complaint and I will not show, I don't wear one. So there, I got a complaint. So I'm off of Uber. I'm like, great, no worries. I want a freedom rider. Let's create our own car service now. No problem. Thank you very much. I'm good. I'll find someone that will fly me that wants that 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I would say to everyone that is, you know, has that COVID T look and, and, partner with people that are doing what we're doing and, or don't think that you have to be to do right. Like I just surround myself with experts. I'm not the expert in the room. Yeah. I have aviation experts. I have pilots. I have uh, people that sell jets for a living. I have everybody at my inside of our core team, helping us figure this out. And I keep meeting them um, and I keep bringing them in. So don't think that you have to know to do. That's right. You know that something needs to be fixed just give it a try and go do it. Yeah. And if you can't do it, get someone who can outsource that, delegate that, you know, find that person who has the missing pieces and let's collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is great. This is so, so needed. So I really hope that this, um, everyone can, can really get behind this. And are you looking at the moment, are you encouraging pilots 
um, any kind of these workers in the airline industry to reach out to you and connect and say, hey, like. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to be doing, uh, we have a international roundtable. So we, like I said, we've been lucky enough to have been connected to a couple different not only in, uh, organizations of self-organized groups like USFF, like uh, the free, free to fly crew out of Canada. Um, Graham's put together his, his team. Um, we want to encourage and do encourage us, them to reach out to us for two reasons. One, you need the support and we have some tricks up our sleeves, um, to help you with that. We have some employee stuff that we would love to share and impart on you that we've used in different industries that could be used inside of the commercial airline industry. And then two, some of them are just ready to say, I've done, I I walked away or I took my retirement early. Now what? I miss it. Um, we need you. We need your advice. We need you to come fly with us. We need to be able to say we are global in our employment. So let's get connected. Please reach out to us. Mm. Amazing. Um, and I feel like, you know, I feel like this has been a really good um, overview and introduction for people, uh, but I, I didn't want to miss anything important. Do you feel like you've covered the essential points that you would like to share with people about what this is? Yeah. So I think the big piece is when I get, we get a lot of the questions like, oh, how are you? Right. How are you going to get around? How are you going to get through? How are you? How are you? It's it's you don't have um, designations into d- different gates, things like that. We've got a lot of those questions where people want to look under our hood without either uh, investing the hundred bucks, um, which is a family membership plan. I'm just going to tell you that it's not like a, we're, this is just a proof of concept and to be able to show investors what a membership base look like. And we sit inside the private by being members. Um, so those that say, how are you doing it? you know, we have, we've been doing this for a while. And like I said, I've mentioned a couple different arenas we've studied. So from cargo to ownership, to uh, religious exemptions, uh, to private travel, Um, there's a a NADTEC consortium I didn't even bring up, which is, you know, Dolores and and Jack Lyons-Weiler never had a conversation. And I'm friends with both of them. And I put them in a room and out birthed the NADTEC consortium over at IPAC, which is another way to take, we're trying to take down the um, PCR test with Dr. Sin Hun Lee, right? So showing that that was all BS anyway. Um, Jack does a much better scientific analysis of why, and so does Dolores, of why we're doing it, what signer sequencing means. But we're trying to take and tackle every aspect of this beast. Mm-hmm. And so for those that feel like we are not giving as much explanation, maybe on a random email or a random um, Facebook post, it's intentional. It is intentional because we need you to join us and then work with us and we will help get you where you need to go. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to also be having the same conversations 10,000 times either. That's ludicrous. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just, you just, you know, a hundred dollars isn't a lot for a troll. It just isn't. So I'm also very mindful of like, you have to give everything over to me because I'm risking everything for you. Yeah, It's really for my son, but it's going to be a benefit for you. Exactly. So when I open up my skirt or tell you everything that we're doing, um, it's with a trust and there's got to be that trust level there. And so we are asking our members to believe in us and come with us and yeah. walk with us and help us go from idea. Cause that's what it was to, uh, you know, uh, re- reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I encourage everyone listening to this to go sign up, be a member, contribute, make make the $100 contribution and support this because it is amazing. It's exactly what we need. We've been needing this for longer than the, the scam, really. Um, but now's the time more than ever. So absolutely get behind it, guys. And um, 
you know, I can't, I can't thank you enough, Susan, for uh, for doing what you're doing and and pulling this together. And and yeah, it's it's a very ballsy thing. It takes a lot of guts to to do this. Really, with we know what the stakes are. We know how uh, absolutely psychotic the uh, the enemy is. Um, so I, all I can do is take my hat off to you and say thank you. Uh, you've got my support a thousand percent. Let's do this. Like, let's do it. Thank you. I can't wait to welcome you aboard. I'm really excited. And for everyone that's listening, again, um, just know that we are the cavalry. No one else is coming. Mm-hmm. So we have to lean on each other and build out the parallel society, one industry at a time. And I hope that you decide to come in and meet us and, and get it active in our members lounge where we can say hello and uh, work on building that party somewhere in someone's biodome very soon. Yeah, absolutely. And where, where do they find the website, Susan? So it's freedomtravelalliance.com. This is as long as I possibly could make it. My designer, you know, loves the fact that it's nice and long. So it's freedomtravelalliance.com. But I didn't, we don't want to do acronyms all the time. So freedomtravelalliance.com. And it's pretty simple over there. Uh, you just go to join now or become a member and uh, find out some more. And if you have any questions, again, I don't, I'm not discouraging them, but understand that we really hope that you will join us as we create this, this new yeah. world together. And I think that's important for people to understand is that it is it exists, but it's also early early days, and we are pulling right. you're pulling it together. Uh, so it's it's a work in progress. It's not a finished product. So and every day travel changes, right? Yeah. So like in two hours, another city could open, another state could open up, another another country can go on lockdown, another you know every minute within one travel. We had Dolores flying to one country, and within that hour, because she was delayed, the requirements of getting into that country changed. No joke. That really happened. So the patience is needed, but the belief is there. Mm. And again, we've tested, we've had some really successful beta tests. Uh, so I know we're on the right track. This mm. will work. This ha- We have no other option. As I said to my husband, he's like, you couldn't have picked a smaller thing to start. You went with like travel and airlines. I said, yeah, I went with it and here we are. And someone needed to do it. So I hope that, you know, like I said, I just hope that we get together. And we get to have those moments where we show what humanity really looks like to our, our, our families, uh, to our children, to our friends, um, to show that this is what bravery looked like in the midst of all this tyranny. Amen. And people need that example. And I think also what will happen, the more this becomes a, a solid standing fixture of reality, the more people in the other camp are going to, there's going to be a percentage of them who look over and go, ah. Oh. They look like they're ha- kind of having fun over there. I think I might want to go over to that side. <laughs> you know, like the, the fence sitters and those people, we'll, we'll be able to knock them off and they'll start coming over. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to happen. Like I said, there's more of us than they know about. So mm. I can't wait to meet everybody. And, well, thank you so much, Susan. I can't, uh, can't clap hard enough for you right now. I love, I love this so much. So please, ladies and gents, go support it. FreedomTravelAlliance.com. Uh, sign up, contribute some money, help it get going, help it get in the air, so to speak. And then listen, let's let's find a flight for us together. Yes, let's party in the sky. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much, Susan. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Imagine a movement of conscious rebels working together to multiply their impact, income, and influence with the power of social media. That's the Prosperity Rebellion, and it exists. Most people right now would love to know how to make money online, but they don't know where to start. The good news is, in our free training, we'll show you how to do it right away without having to find or create a product or build something from scratch. Learn the three basic pillars of online prosperity in the free training at brendandmurphy.com rebellion.
If you're sick and tired of cancel culture and censorship on social media, please feel welcome to join me and thousands of red-pilled folk at my own independent alternative, truth.network. That's http colon slash slash t-r-o-o-t-h dot network. See you there.